Happy New Year! Apparently it's the Lunar New Year in China or something. I only know that from Steam and Overwatch. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that good for an opening? Because you don't have a phone and you don't read any news. I um, do I not. Well, I, I do have a phone. I don't read the news. I don't think it's going to get much better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is why you always do it, Doug. Yeah, That's the problem. It's another episode of ABTS <laughs> with your hosts, Doug Coleman, Brendan McCullough, and B- Matt Basta. How is everyone? I'm uh, doing all right. We're surviving. Yeah, it's, my computer it's Friday. Keeps, the computer keeps crashing, but you know. Yeah, things. I was feeling pretty like adventurous, being like, "Let somebody else do the intro," and wow, do I regret it. Excuse me. I have feelings. I, I have to explain because the listeners have to know that I cut out like a whole, like solid two minutes of other stuff that you didn't what? hear. So, yeah, listen here, Bucko. You got a clear idea what you want for this podcast. I have no idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that's true. We're just fucking around. It's a video game podcast. We try. Um, that's the thing. <laughs> we I actually, try. I that's did, the new tagline. <laughs> <laughs> we try. Just fucking can. It's not good. God. We try. <laughs> but the thing is, I did get around to playing a new game, and I have some interesting <laughs> updates. Uh, what about you guys? Let's start there. Um, Matt, what about Pinecast? There, I think there's a recent update you can talk about yeah um so we mentioned it briefly last episode um sort of the day that it went out in fact um the day that we recorded it was the day that it went out and so now it's live uh most of the issues have been worked out and by the time you hear this um the next sort of minor incremental update will be released but uh one of the biggest user complaints slash feature requests for a long time was not having a whole lot of customization functionality for websites so you get a website with any paid plan but there were only like three themes and they were fixed in terms of like what the colors were and the layout and the shape um and the solution early on was like hey just dump some css in here and uh you know style it yourself but the number of users that know how to use CSS is fairly low. And if you know how to use CSS, you probably also have your own website anyway. So why would you <laughs> use Pinecasts? Um, right. So that's, that's not really sort of an ideal state. And the thing that I wanted to really avoid, um, and I'm feeling this now, uh, is like, I didn't want to be the MySpace of podcast websites where it's like, you know, you show up and there's like animated GIFs dancing across the screen <laughs> and like music auto plays and like it's just Sub forty one's blasting at you because you don't have yeah. to set the volume meter. Yeah. You visit the page, let the bodies hit the floor. It's like, no, <laughs> close the tab. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, uh, real quick, speaking of that, uh, I don't know if it was Google or if it's something else, but they did an update where like all the tabs are now muted to kind of stop uh, ads that just play mute or sound right away. Yeah, there, there's some good stuff coming out of Chrome. But anyway, um, anyway yeah. so I, w- I wanted to avoid being that because, you know, there are, there are other hosting services which let you just go wild and wacky and, and make it easy to make something terrible. <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> oh, no. and, Shots uh, fired. <laughs> Despite our podcast, we're a respectable uh, <laughs> Don't Don't let this fool you. We actually run it well. We, well, we try. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so uh, basically the, the biggest challenge was coming up with predefined modules to put on the page that could be customized at a high level. And so changing the font, changing on the color, changing different sizes, moving things around without giving, um, like a big hammer to the user to, um, go in and fuck things up in an yeah. unfortunate way. Right. We don't want to get a ham it up. And then the additional challenge on top of that, and I think this this is something that like most people that have been a little bit critical of the site builder update uh, have have missed is you know it has to stay responsive. So when you open it on your phone, it doesn't look like trash. Um, you know you trash. want it to be uh, good for search engines, so that when somebody searches for your podcast, it doesn't you know like the site description isn't just a repeat of what the title is, and you know or or it says like there's no description for this website. Uh, you want all of the good things, but you don't want to give the user too much power because then they can fuck it up. Um, so Site Builder hits that happy medium, and the first release is what I would call an MVP, um, minimum viable product that is not most valuable anything. Um, <laughs> certainly not the most valuable anything yet. Most valuable primate on the Disney Channel. 
coming this um, fall, starring oh, Jason God. Alexander. That is an actual movie, not starring Jason Alexander, though. Oh God. Um. So yeah, Site Builders out. It's <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. Um. But yeah. So really, like the the progression has been build the framework to allow things to be customized and then add more and more controls and UI to actually go in and get deeper and deeper into the design and modify it more and more. So the next big update is going to be to let you choose which kind of header rather than having one header per preset theme, allowing you to add subheaders, allowing you to add more subscribe links, adding, uh, letting you change the type of uh, episode items that are displayed. So you can have them in a grid or you can have them stack up and you can have different types of things that stack up and different types of things in a grid and so on and so forth. Um, so that's sort of the next thing that that's coming down the pipe. Um, it's going to take some time. It's probably going to be over the course of the next few months. Um, but it's, it's exciting. And it's, um, I think the last time I checked, it was approaching 60,000 lines of code, uh, for the site builder. It went out with roughly four minutes of downtime, which is still five nines, which is pretty, pretty darn good. Um, I think that's five nines. Five nines is also my dating history. Ha ha. Eight minutes. Wink. I don't know. I'll have to see. You dated five nines. Good job. (laughs) <laughs> like fuck, yeah. I did. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So that's that's the Pinecast update. Uh, some some good stuff coming down the pipe. If you have feature requests, if you're a Pinecast user and you say, uh, you know, this doesn't suit my use case so, so great," you know, reach out. We're happy to uh, work with you and figure out stuff that um, we can add and things that we can improve and make better and et cetera, et cetera. How about the Pinecast video game? Oh mm. boy, uh, we don't have one. <laughs> hey, um, but well, that was a uh, good episode. Thanks for tuning in, guys. No, I've <laughs> uh, been playing more Civ, uh, trying something new and different, trying to um, sort of dive into random scenarios. You know, choosing a random leader, choosing a random map, uh, random settings, just the whole nine, everything random, um, and basically, how do you make do? Right, like. You're thrown in with a religious sieve with limited resources on an island world, you know, no barbarians. What do you do? Uh, so that's been interesting. It's it's been an interesting experience trying to figure out how to adapt. Uh, still very salty that uh, Firaxis Studios hasn't put out um, the Mac version of uh, the new expansion. Oh man, that's the thing. I think I saw a humble bundle recently where you get Civ Six and the. DLC for like 12 bucks. I should have just done it, but I didn't. Oh man. I don't, you know, honestly, I don't think you should get Civ 6. And the reason why <laughs> Spare is myself, <laughs> you'll hate your, you'll hate it. Like I know you the will. kind of games yeah. that you like, Doug. And like, this well, is turn-based. It takes forever to play. A, the only a whole thing game. about it that seems anything remotely attractive is that I used to really, uh, love and get attached to Age of Empires 2. Um, so I don't know. Oh, well, you might, you might then. Um, I also don't think so. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll send you some links to some YouTube videos later to check out, uh, of some people doing like LPs. Okay. That actually got me into playing Civ. Right. Um, they're for Civ Five because Civ Six obviously wasn't invented yet. But um, I'll send you some stuff. You can check it out. All right, that sounds good. Um, how about you, Brent? Oh, hey, honey, uh, honey pops on Humble Bundle right now. Get them big old anime titties. For uh, how much? Ah, seven oh four. Not bad. Yeah. It's actually a fun. Seven dollars or seven hundred and four dollars. Seven hundred and four dollars. Those oh, are shit. expensive titties. Oh uh, god. No, Honey Pops are actually a fun. It's a match three game, like sort of like Bejeweled, uh, and it just also happens to be about sexing anime girls. But the core gameplay is actually fun. Uh, yeah, my I'm friend got sure it as a you, joke. You and Bre- Mark have brought that up. I was like, you and Bren. <laughs> I am Bren. Uh, yeah, a buddy of mine bought it for me as a joke. Jokes on him. It's enjoyable. Uh. <laughs> As for me, let's just keep on going this anime weep hole and make Basta uncomfortable slash annoyed. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, before a short time, uh, I played Valkyrie Chronicles, which is like a turn-based strategy game, like tile-based, pretty much like an alternate reality War War One uh, XCOM game. It's very XCOM uh, gameplay-like. Okay. It's 
It's supposed to get great uh, rave reviews. I've only played for like two hours because the intro is really tough because it's a lot of like backstory and I don't give a shit about any of these characters. And I'm pretty sure it was like early PS3, so it it doesn't look stellar. Um, it looks fine, but it doesn't look amazing. And there's a lot of like a lot of cutscenes that like you play the cutscene, so it's all told as like a book. You're like, all right, let's read this chapter, and you go in and it plays the cutscene, and you come out. And it's like, all right, let's read this chapter, and it plays the cutscene, and you come out. It's like, let's play this chapter, cutscene, you come out. Then there's actual gameplay. So it's just like, man, I do not give a shit. Skip, 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 skip. Gameplay. That's that's really weird. It's it's how a lot of early like not early but like PS2 like especially anime games are done. It's very story heavy, and I'm yeah. pretty sure it's a pre-existing franchise, so it's probably tied into other stuff. Like, hey, you know these characters? Let's give you the backstory and all these. Whereas me. I don't care. I want the gameplay. I don't care about any of this, and I'm not deeply involved in, like, the World War One era where, like, I'm super invested right away. Like, they'll have to win me over to make me care about these characters, and as of right now, I don't. Like, that's why I only got two hours into it. Mm. So instead, I feel like just doing a big old shoot 'em up like action game with a bunch of shitload of quick-time events, so I might just drop it and play Bayonetta first and get that out of the way, because that's supposed to be nothing but amazing reviews, and Definitely. it seems really fun. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Bayonetta is by uh, Platinum Studios, who did Nier Automata. So it's like just like that, and like Beautiful Joe, and games like that. And uh, the great game Scalebound. <laughs> no, it's canceled. No one knows how good oh, it is. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that I don't know. It should have just happened, but whatever. I don't know, because it was canceled like a few months before it came out. So like it was pretty close to being done, or it should have been. And like, like, that's that's still like a big game mystery for me. Like what the fuck happened with that? That's like, what I mean. From a consumer perspective, what's worse? It's just being canceled. Or are you getting a bad game? Like I'll take yeah. the bad game. Like, Cause like fuck. even a bad game, people would have bought it and you would have recouped some exactly. money. That's but if you I mean. canceled it, you lose all of that. So it's just like, uh, what happened? What yeah. was so bad that they had to cancel it? But yeah, Bayonetta two, one and two are coming to the switch. So it's like back in people's minds again. And uh, if you get it for the Switch, you get Bayonetta 2 and you get Bayonetta 1 for free. But it's a digital download and it's supposed to be pretty hefty. But even without playing them, I'd recommend them. Just because from what I've seen, the character design from the developer's standpoint, the creator, like it seems great and real fun. The publishers, I think, or maybe the studio, was saying it was too hard to animate classes for characters. So they told the creator to take the glasses off of Bayonetta. And he's like, oh, I get you, I hear what you're saying. And then proceed to give every character in the game classes to just say fuck <laughs> to the studio. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, the kind, that's the kind of guy I like, and I want to support him. So um, I'd nice. recommend those games even before I played them. Uh, but I'm sure I'll like it just from what I've seen. It just feels like really Devil May Cry, God of War-esque. And I'm a sucker for those games. It's just like a power fantasy. Um, so I'm probably going to be playing that tonight. Uh, and I'll update you on that later. Cool. Uh, and besides that... Uh, I've been weaning off Enter the Gungeon. Like, I had to, like, take, like, a week-long purge of, like, video games and, like, sustain myself from all other video games because I knew I'd just slip back in. Um, So I'm done with that. I still will probably go back and, like, try and uh, complete it totally. But yeah, you I, <laughs> but I'll be playing <laughs> something else so you guys don't have to hear me talk about Gungeon every week. That's, yeah, I'm going to try to mix it up with Kingdom Hearts. I'm so sorry, listener. <laughs> At least there's got, different Kingdom Hearts games. I just got like 80 true. hours in Gungeon, and that's it. Yeah, I have my plate um, full with a bunch of them, but yeah. all right, keep going. And uh, besides that, I haven't played anything else, but I watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows, which was great, but I feel like I would have gotten more out of it if I watched it with other people. What's this now? What We Do in the Shadows is a vampire movie with Jermaine Clement from uh, Flight of the Concords, and Taka Watiti, who directed a bunch of Flight of the Concords and also directed Thor Ragnarok recently. Oh, okay. And it's an older movie, like, not old, but, like, 2010 or so. Uh, and it's about, like, four vampires that all live together in New Zealand. And it's basically done, like, as, like, imagine, like, The Office, but it's four vampires in New Zealand. <laughs> it's very, like, dry oh. social humor. And I definitely see the value in it. It's definitely a great movie. And it's very funny. But, like, I wasn't laughing out loud crying because I was watching by myself. But if I saw it with someone else, I would have been laughing a lot more. Um, but it's very clever. Uh, they're doing a sequel uh, about, like, werewolves, but it's We Are Wolves. Oh, God. Um, and then they got, like, two cop characters in it that they might be doing a spinoff TV show with. Uh, it's hilarious. I highly recommend it. But, like, I finally got around to watching that. Cool. Um, and Altered Carbon on Netflix. And Basta says he no wants spoilers. to watch it. Yeah, so I won't go into it. 
but I'll just say I got opinions. Um, maybe we could have a spoiler cast if it's cool. Maybe yeah, when Bass like watches or if you want to watch it, Doug. Yeah, I, I, for the record, I plan to watch it very soon, like within the next week or so. So um, there's definitely time for spoilers. Can I bang it out this yeah. weekend? Is my question. Uh, it's ten episodes, like around an hour. Like some are forty five minutes, some are like an hour ten. Woof. So yeah, ten hours. <laughs> I mean, I got I knocked it all out in one week. Because okay. my coworkers were watching it and talking about it. Um, but for just quick premise, like it's no spoiler, but for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's basically in a future world, uh, people are comparing it a lot to Blade Runner, uh, in a world like that. Like a future society, you know, the rich people are super ultra rich, like the Jetsons and live above the clouds. Poor people live in the streets. And people can just change bodies. They call your body your sleeve. And you have a, like basically a computerized, uh, disc in your spine, and that's pretty much your consciousness. Hmm. And if your sleeves dies, you can be taken out and put into another sleeve and a new body entirely if you can afford it. And like that's basically like the sci-fi element that defines this world. That's interesting. Yeah, it has some really neat ideas. And like, unlike Valkyrie Chronicles, where I was really bored and and it had a tough time drawing me in because it was really tropey and generic. This is pretty interesting right off the bat and like kind of sucked me in i watched like the three episodes right away um so it has a strong beginning i would say um but it really sets the tone for the whole series or you know the 10 episodes so if you don't like it after episode one like if you absolutely hate it like just stop it's not going to get better if you don't like that um but yeah it's it's pretty neat i got opinions that we will talk about in a spoiler episode if we ever do that Speaking of something on Netflix that if you watch first episode and hate it and stop, I, I love it. Um, uh, with Bob, what's it called? Something Netflix, uh, with Bob and David, I think it's just called. There's, oh, uh, David yeah. Cross and, uh, Bob, Bob Odenkirk. Odenkirk. It's so fucking good, but it's so trippy and bizarre. Like, <laughs> I feel like the intro alone is going to like turn off some yeah. people. It's like very out there, but like the humor and the comedy, it's just written so well. And like, I don't know how they all wrap things up. I feel like it's very for fans of comedy, bang, bang, birthday boys, all that. Mm-hmm. Shit. Well, I mean, the, I feel like Bob Odenkirk has his hand and it's all that kind of stuff too. So he's they, got big hands. Whole, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Um, it's essentially the spiritual spiritual successor of Mr. Show. Yes, if any, absolutely. If whoever's watched that, uh, because it's it's the same team. Even the writers are the same. Like Brian Posehn, uh, Joe Ennis is back. They brought him back. Um, yep. I think Paul F. Tompkins has written on it or appears in a few episodes. Um, and it's one of those things where I watch like three episodes of it, and it feels weird because like I like everyone involved. I really like everyone involved with it, and like almost all of their comedy and what they do. But like you said, like I had a tough time just watching them. It's like, all right, I see what they're doing. It's not funny, but I get it. Yeah, for like a, a couple a few of, those. of the sketches. So it's it's really surreal. Like you said, the intro is real trippy. Um, so I feel like they got the deal with Netflix, and they're just like, fuck it, let's just go for it. Like who knows if we're all yes. gonna do this again? So they just did any outlandish idea they wanted without any like recourse. Um, so I, I mean, good for feel- them. Like but, a callback to Mr. Show in a lot of ways, and I don't know if any. I feel like I got to get that shit on DVD because I I love revisiting that. Yeah, it just feels like one of those things where it's like I love everyone involved, but I don't necessarily love what they've done. So it, it just feels weird to me. But you know, if like you said, if you watch it, you'll get a good idea if you want to keep watching it in yeah. like the first five minutes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. That's it for me. That's fair enough. Uh, as far as games for me, I have a handful of things I want to bring up. A uh, quick one I can just get rid off the table is uh, Rocket League. I jumped in real briefly, and there's all sorts of new crates and shit going on. I haven't really been keeping up with it. Uh, a new season went by. I got some silver wheels for that, so I'm like, that's cool. And I did get one of the new crates, and I happened to have keys already from whenever, and I was like, all right, I'll open it. And I got a new car with it, and I was like, fuck yeah. So the new car is called the Werewolf, and it's really stylish and cool. So I was just like (laughs) really grateful to hop into Rocket League again just to get a new car like right away. So I was like, fuck yeah. So that's neat. Uh, I keep losing though, so fuck it. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not even me. I feel like I've definitely come a long way and I'm doing okay, but sometimes, like, I don't know, the, the other team's just better than us, or sometimes my teammates really whiff, or I really whiff, and then it's just like, ah, oh, fuck it, whatever. No, 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 blame your teammates. That's the appropriate rationale. I know, no, but no, I, I have to be realistic, and sometimes it is me whiffing, for sure, but I feel like, oh gosh, it sucks when the yeah. other team's just, like, crushing you. Anyway. The, that happens all the time in Overwatch, because I me and Mark play with a bunch of our friends now. Like we have a six man team now and that groups us up with other six man team. 
and I'm higher than everyone else's level, so it throws off the matchmaking so much. Oh, right. And some of them get really mad. We're just like, fucking God, like, we lost. And I'm just like, God, like, and like all the time when we're playing with random people, we're like, yeah, you can blame your other teammates and not feel bad. But like when it's six of us and we all talk to each other, it's like, guys, at a certain point, we have to own up and just be like, we fucked up. We just did bad yep. that game. We lost. Like, <laughs> but it's funny exactly. seeing how competitive some people can get. I'm just like, I, you know, I'm a level 600 summon. Like, I don't give a shit, man. You're going to lose a lot of games. Like, I probably got a good 50-50 split of wins and losses. Me too. In Rocket League, that is. And that's the yeah. thing. Like, I feel like you at you can, like, uh pull up the scoreboard at any point. And, like, if you're playing the game right, you're making points. So, like, I don't know. As long as, like, you have, like, I feel like at the end of the day, if I have, like, high a higher score than everybody else, it's just, like, I couldn't have done anything else to win. But whatever. Yeah, it's always weird. In Overwatch, for anyone who doesn't know, you get gold medals, like the top, gold is best than silver and bronze for like the highest person does the highest damage on your team or who does the most healing of your team. And there's medals for each category. Um, and some of those are really skewed because if you do damage to anyone and they die, that counts as an elimination. So you could do like one damage to them. And if they die within that time frame, that gives you an elim. And <laughs> some, char- some characters have really weak attacks, but really widespread to them, like a shotgun or like a Tesla cannon that shocks people. So you can have, like, I got 45 of limbs as Winston. It's like, yeah, but you, like, just tapped everyone. You didn't kill them. You just barely touched them. So, like, it it does kind of skew the results, and it's not the be-all, end-all of, like, who was the best and who was the worst. Right. So that's basically it that's going on with Rocket League. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories, or Re-Chain of Memories, technically. Re- uh, I got a bunch more of the trophies that I needed. Uh, there's, like, in... In the game, there's, uh, you revisit a hundred acre woods with Winnie the Pooh, and each world, each, uh, room in that one is goddamn mini games all over again. And, (laughs) oh man, oh gosh, I'm having flashbacks. I had a horrible time with this one mini game. (laughs) It's called Veggie Maniac or something, or Mania, and you have to hit the the cabbages to the left and the pumpkins to the right with your keyblade <laughs> as they start like marching towards you and dude oh, you have Lord. to get a score of 150 in order to get the, for the trophy to pop and dude oh my gosh i remember practicing practicing and and doing it it's not like super hard either but it's just like if you and you get six opportunities to fuck up so i'm like this can't be that bad but then there's these giant pumpkins that are being thrown at you and these goddamn <laughs> carrots that are coming and it's it's definitely gets a little challenging but especially once you're getting in like the, over 100 and they, the the speed picks up Long story short, one of the rounds I'm doing this, I'm like, oh, I got this, I got this, I got this. And I ended up with 147, and I wanted to kill like, everything. <laughs> but then uh, shortly thereafter, I did pull it off, and I got like 160 or 170, and I was like, thank God. But then the other ones I did crush. There's one where you're flying through the air, and you have to gather balloons. There's another one where you're hopping around with Tigger. Lots of bullshit, but you have to do – oh, no, actually, the one – that was the hardest was this one with the bees. You had to kill 70 sets bees. of bees within a minute and 40 seconds. And I was like super struggling with that. I'm like, how's, especially with the combat system of rechain of memories with the cards, it's like such a pain in the ass. I'm like, how the fuck is this possible? So I was like, I'm not fucking around. I'm just going to Google, like, how do you do this? And this one guy was like, Oh, if you do this uh, card combination, with the honey, the the wind, and your keyblade, it'll do like a special move where it just like all, it, he like summons a bunch of honey pots, uh, honey pots, and like sends them flying, and it kills like ten sets of bees at a time. So if you're capable of like being fast enough with like your trigger and like setting up the cards and doing that move and like resetting your cards. 10 or what did i say 70 bees so like seven times you can mm-hmm. do it about in about a minute or so maybe less so it was i was like thank god someone showed me that because i would have never figured that out so i, I think winnie the pooh is kind of twofold like it was a bunch of mini games because they didn't know what else to do with it it's not you're not going to be fighting like eeyore or rabbit or something with the keyblade but also they picked the cutest most like wholesome heartwarming nostalgic disney property to put the most infuriating minigames in. Bullshit, yeah. Because if it was oh anyone God. else, you would have just snapped the game in half and said, fuck it. Of but course. with no. a poo, you're like a little more resilient. Like, ah, but it's poo. Everyone loves poo. Yeah, everything's so colorful. And it's like, you're like, it's just a bunch of bees. You're like, what the fuck? And it's like, I don't know. I don't know. God That's also it. the episode title. Everyone loves poo. 
Uh, there we go. Well done, Brent. <laughs> oh, and that's another <laughs> like strange nope. note though about it is uh when I went to Atlantica in this game, I'm like, oh what, am I gonna have to fucking swim around? No, you're just like walking around in like <laughs> it's kind of bizarre. Um and okay, so like long story short, I've been really making a lot of progress in that game. Getting oh, the one trophy I have to mention is this one where every time you are encountering a heartless you have the opportunity to hit them with your keyblade before the battle begins and if you do it stuns them and the har- the one trophy is do that 150 times and i was like Ooh. oh my god so that's i was like yeah, yeah i'm like that's gonna pop eventually because i also have to play the game again as riku if i'm not not mistaken so i was like that'll happen eventually but it popped so i'm like that's good and there was some other ridiculous one that i can't remember off the top of my head but where i'm at now is i'm I just beat Hollow Bastion, and right after that is the boss Vexen, and he's one of the members of the Organization 13, and I feel like he is notoriously impossible. Not impossible, but like extremely challenging. I remember when I played it on the Game Boy Advance, I got stuck on him. When I played it on PlayStation 2, I got stuck on him. And here I am on fucking PlayStation 4, and I'm stuck. And I'm like, ah, I am playing on Proud, so I get it. But it's like, god damn it, this guy is a son of a bitch. He has this This giant blue shield, so you can only even hit him if you do a card break. Otherwise, if you're going up and wasting your cards, because his shield's gonna block it. So it's like, just like fighting a defender enemy um it's oh god he is such a pain in the ass he does so much damage with his moves uh he all he like when you like set up like an awesome like uh you can set up three cards in a row to do like a combo and let's say you like i have a high combo set he'll throw a, a, a zero which will be a card break instantly and like totally throw a wrench in your plan and it, he's just extremely challenging and that's the problem i feel like i'm going back now after fighting him so many times and dying i'm like well i guess i have to grind but even the way this game works i'm like is grinding even gonna fucking help the only way i can do nope. get help is if i grind and every time i level up i have the option to increase my health my card points or if it's available i can learn a new slight i'm gonna just increase the shit out of my health to give me a better chance because i have a bunch of card points at all this way in the game i've been investing mainly in card points so i gotta go grind the fuck out of this again i'm restarting hollow bastion all over again and it's just a pain in the ass i fucking hate vexen and as a palate cleanser, I was like, now what do I do? I, that's why I turned to Rocket League. But all of a sudden, I remember, I'm like, oh, the free games for PS Plus. What's going on with oh, February? Yeah. Um, fucking Rhyme is one of them. And th- that's Ooh. a game I initially was thinking I would want to purchase for Switch. But it's like 30 bucks, and it was free on PlayStation. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. So nice. downloaded it right uh, today, actually, and started before the podcast. So I got a solid hour, maybe hour and a half into it. And if I'm not mistaken, I completed the first chapter and there's like four or five or six. I don't know exactly how many, but I know I got through the first chapter. And let me tell you, it is breathtaking. I, I'm really enjoying this game. I remember when we first brought it up, we were like, this like falls in the category of like journey and all those other like very like just kind of similar games. Lone and wanderer in a strange land. Exactly. Um, and you, I think it was you specifically saying like, this game has to convince me, like, why should I play this over others? It's, I don't know. As so far, I'm just having- <laughs> You're really selling me here, Doug. No, wait, that's the thing. So far, I'm, I'm only one chapter into it, so I can't give a full review, but like, oh, okay. so f- I, I'm enjoying it very much and it's, it, the puzzles are, uh, just challenging enough so let me start from the beginning you're just like you said you're a lone wanderer in like an unexplored land and it throws you in no tutorials no no real help but there is some like kind of like obvious things that you have to look for but that's my like there is no real complaint i kind of like how it's just like no hand holding it's like just go fucking figure it out and there there are some puzzles that i was like kind of getting stumped on definitely but uh Graphic wise, I love the environment. The music's impressive. The way things flow, especially if you can, uh, figure out the puzzles in like a timely manner. I feel like at one point I was like at a puzzle. I'm like, man, I can't figure this out. I'll just come back. But it's just like, no, fuck, dude. Like that's the puzzle you need to progress. Like once you go, if you wander around, you're just dicking around and you don't find anything else. And it's like, oh, well, I got to go figure that out. So there's some, there's some challenging ones to progress. Uh, you might want to, 
find a walkthrough at certain ones, but best of luck. It's definitely a brain teaser. Um, but that's the thing. I am getting a very, like, it's like all the games that I've been playing lately. I didn't mention it just yet, but I, I did get a copy of Shadow of the Colossus special edition, which Ooh. I'll get to. I didn't get around to playing it just yet, but I'll talk about it. But like all the games I'm playing, uh, this rhyme gives me the vibes of Kingdom Hearts because of the keyholes everywhere and shit. Um, it gives me the vibe of Shadow of the Classes because of just like these giant structures and it's just very similar to that. And then it, uh, I'm, I'm struggling with the other one, but, uh, re- regardless, it's just, I'm, and Journey, that's the other one. At the end of chapter, the end of chapter one of Rhyme was essentially almost identical to the end of journey the game and i was like Mm. what the fuck just happened so i was like that's either they're paying homage to that or it was just like an easy way to transition into chapter two but i don't know it's kind of bizarre you only got so many ideas yeah that's what i mean i i I, it's just like i don't know it's not like super spoilery but like you're just walking into like blinding light and it was just like very it was just like super threw me back to journey but long long story short i'm having fun with it (laughs) one chapter in i will give a full review once i'm done with it and hell if it's uh, a good game maybe we can get the devs on hoping to have some more dev interviews and stuff uh and also for anyone who uh is playing the drinking game and takes a shot when doug says long story short you're probably drunk now oh god damn it I'm super guilty of that. Nobody <laughs> plays that drinking game. They've all died of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. If we didn't have an episode title already, I'd, I'd suggest Long Story Long. But uh, no, no. Didn't I we like, do that I, already? I um, think so. It could have happened. Oh, um, my. I did mention Shadow of the Colossus Special Edition. Fucking, right. uh, of course, it's like super sought after because it comes with like special dlc or not dlc but um uh you get two place yes bonus content you get two playstation themes um like a certain weapon and all sorts of like i don't know yeah i i have it so you have stickers there's like a map it's like a a special metal case it's really nice and i i'm a super huge fan but that's the thing it was it's 50 dollars uh at stores um, but the regular edition's 40, but since it's sold out so fast, it's like on eBay, people are selling it for like hundred, hundred dollars or more and stuff. So like, that's unfortunate, but that's the thing to, to have this. Yeah. But I, I'm to, to me, I'm like, the themes are super important. So I'm like gr- grateful. I have a copy because I, I do like to apply the, the game specific theme as I'm like, if I'm playing that game for like a set period of time. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. And like I think I mentioned on a previous episode, I once you beat Kingdom Hearts 1.5, they unlock a theme. So I'm hoping once I beat Rechain of Memories, maybe there'll be another one, and then I'll switch to that. But um, oh man, and I I forgot to mention, uh, I'm super excited to play Shadow of the Colossus because I saw some gameplay. In fact, I forget if it was an IGN video or what. Um, but they were showcasing like PlayStation 2 the PlayStation versus the PlayStation 4 like HD remaster and oh god like I feel like this is one of the best HD remasters I've ever seen. It's mm-hmm. like they've they've done like magic. I it's unfucking believable how crystal clear everything has become and especially as someone who played it initially on PlayStation 2 and how fuzzy it was and just like but even still that was like very captivating. It's just absolutely breathtaking and it's unfortunate because i don't own a ps4 pro but I'm, i'd be curious to see like side by side if there's much of a difference I'm, i've been told it's like slightly better but i i still can I, i'm sure the playstation 4 version is still going to be like a huge improvement yeah i can imagine i mean especially after ps2 exactly yeah. um but that's our game talk see this is a video game talk uh podcast mm. um what? This oh. might be the longest we've talked about video games we've played in quite a few episodes. I see, I'm doing better. Uh, <laughs> uh, Basta, you had some kind of infuriating hot take you were considering? Yeah. So, oh, fuck me. Um... <laughs> I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant. Um, All right, I'll be back in like 20 minutes. Oh, God. It, I, I encourage you not to, to tune out too, too <laughs> badly. It, so, I mean... Let's kick it off. New, news news is broken um, about the terrible mass shooting in Florida. 
Um, and it's just, it's, it's honestly absolutely heartbreaking that this keeps happening over and over and over and over and nothing fucking happens. And, um, you know, like the, the, the most recent, uh, you know, now in Florida and then before that Las Vegas and before that, um, Sandy Hook and before that the Pulse nightclub and before it, it, it keeps fucking happening and we don't do a goddamn thing, but that's not the fucking point right now. Um, today, this morning, um, the day that we're recording this, the governor of Kentucky, uh, Matt Bevan said quite possibly one of the stupidest things that you could possibly say. And this is video game related. Follow me here. Yeah. He, hold on, hold on. It, 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 it's so fucking frustrating. He went on the record in an interview and said that the reason why this, this awful, horrible, unspeakable tragedy took place is because of violent video games. Oh man. And the thing is, I've, it's so funny how you're prefacing this because to me, after this horrible tragedy occurred, in the back of my mind is I was waiting for somebody to blame video games. They always do. Exactly. It, it's or, bound to it's, an, it's or also such like an easy out. Also right, like, like heavy metal music. Like I feel yeah. like those are like the ones that it's just like, oh well, you're a fucking weirdo, and no wonder. So I, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to read a few quick quotes from the interview that he gave, and and I want you to to listen to me saying these. Maybe Doug, if you could put some just like circus music in the background, just to <laughs> underscore <laughs> how <laughs> utterly can, dumb. It. It, it, so he he said, "Guns are not the problem. We have a cultural problem in in America." He said. There are video games that, yes, are listed for mature audiences, but kids play them and everybody knows it, and there's nothing to prevent the child from playing them. They celebrate the slaughtering of people. There are games that literally replicate and give people the ability to score points for doing the very same thing that these students are doing inside of schools, where you get extra points for finishing someone off who's lying there begging for their life. First off, I don't know what video games Matt Bevan is playing, (laughs) but... They're sure as shit not the games that are sold to to average people. Second off, I want to make the point that the shooter in Florida is not a child. He's a grown-ass adult. He's 19 19. years old. Third, there is no substantive link between violent video games and violent tendencies in a person's behavior. There is absolutely nothing that you can point to and say with any reasonable certainty that violent video games are the problem. There's been a lot of... Lot of studies that show the opposite. Exactly. Yeah. There, half of the studies say there might be a link. Not that there is a link. There might be a link because that's how science works. And then the other half of the studies say we saw nothing. There was no evidence that th- there's any relationship whatsoever. But this isn't so much as, oh, somebody played a violent video game. And they did something terrible. This was premeditated mass murder. Right. Mm-hmm. This is somebody who on the record said after they killed 17 school children and their teachers that they heard voices that told them to do this. A video game did not put voices in a person's head and make them go and kill 17 fucking children in a school. That's, this is not the time to do that. And on top of that, this is a person that received an endorsement from the NRA in 2016. Absolutely astounds me that somebody can put their foot so far down their fucking throat that they can say something so terrible in the wake of such a tragedy. Oh, we need to pray for them more. Oh, we need to fix the culture in America. Hey, how about, how about like not fucking deflecting this off onto something because you've been backed by a lobbyist? Here's another quote that I'd, I'd like to throw out there just to underscore how absolutely unbelievably dumb this is. He said, We need to have an honest conversation as to what should and should not be allowed in the United States as it relates to the things being put in the hands of our young people. And he says this after a literal death stick was put in the hands of a mentally ill 19-year-old who then went and shot up a school. Oh, we need to talk about what kind of video games we're putting in the hands of our young people. Bull fucking shit, he shot people. You don't, you don't learn to shoot people from a video game. You don't learn to buy a gun from a video game. Th- this makes me so unbelievably mad because someday I plan on being a father. And quite honestly, people like this infuriate me. 
it's it's unbelievable and and i encourage everybody listening to this to to put on your critical thinking caps and when the election comes up later this year uh assuming you're in the united states please go out and vote these assholes out of office because this is absolutely unacceptable these are the kind of people that wage war on our video games if you remember back in the 1990s when mortal Kombat was under fire Mm -hmm. and doom was under fire because of fucking school shootings this this is Unreal. We have had 168 people killed in the year 2018, and it's February in mass shootings. 168 people. There's a mass shooting every two days. This isn't a problem with the culture. This is a problem with mental illness and access to guns. It's astounding that a person who hears voices in their head is being given access to semi-automatic assault rifles. Right. And you mentioning the voices in your head, you said something along the lines of, like, video games can't put voices in your head. And I didn't want to joke during such a serious subject matter, but I, apparently Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice can. But um, <laughs> You're right, Doug. You shouldn't have joked about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so, I, I, think it's, I think it's really fucking bullshit. You know, he, he invokes the Fifth Amendment, and he vo- invokes the, uh, sorry, not the Fifth Amendment, the First Amendment. I'm so mad I can't even talk. He invokes the First Amendment and says, like, well, we have the First Amendment, but is it right to have the First Amendment at the cost of our kids? The same can be said about the Second Amendment. You don't need a semi-automatic weapon to protect yourself. A handgun will do the job. Uh, and I, I could go on. I, I went on a, a whole rant on Twitter this morning about the the stupid argument of, oh, Teachers should be given guns. It's not their fucking job to shoot a, an attacker, but I won't go off on that rant because it's it's absolutely unbelievable that people even make that. And this this is not the type of this is not a politics podcast. Right. But That's I encourage you, everybody, to if if you enjoy video games and if you enjoy the narrative and and the graphics and the quality and the experience that you have, to go out and and vote later this year and Look at all of these people that have said these terrible things to deflect the violence and and tragedy that has come about as a lack of regulation around these incredible weapons of mass. I, I don't want to say destruction because it's not destruction. It's it's murder, murder, mass murder. And look at these people that have shoved this violence, these terrible acts, this lack of treatment for people with with uh, mental illness, this lack of sensible. I'm not saying to take away guns from anybody. I'm saying if a person ha- was under investigation by the FBI for for exactly what happened, they, they didn't stop it. They didn't stop him from buying a gun. Nobody said, "Hey, maybe we should put him on a list. Maybe maybe this guy shouldn't be like somebody that should be allowed to buy a gun because maybe he'll shoot up a school." Go out and vote with your dollars because the last thing that we need is people taking away our freedom of expression, people taking away our right to buy the games that we 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 want to play and that don't cause violence, that have no substantive link between violent behavior and 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 uh, violence in the real world, and and get these fucking assholes out of office. They do not belong there. This is not the time and place to be to to be shuffling the issue around and obfuscating what's actually happening. Um, so that's all I've got. That was great. (laughs) Good. Well, let's see. Uh, do we want to do some news topics before we dive into some stumpers? Yeah, I'll do them real quick because there's not really, it's more like announcements and stuff. No real, like, news discussion. Okay. Uh, Secret of Mana. It got remade until it got a 3D game. Well, uh, we talked about that a while back. Yeah. Turns out it's shit. Uh not not good reviews by any stretch. Um, Damn. So maybe maybe just play the classic one. It's unfortunate, but Ooh, I saw one and actually it's thanks to you. You mentioned it. Uh the Spyro trilogy remaster. Uh, yeah. And speaking of me being like remasters that look real good. Uh, this one uh, looks like there's, super there's stylized. A, uh, yeah, there's a clear deviation from the traditional Spyro design to the Skylander Spyro design, and I'm glad they shifted to Sp- uh, Skylanders because it kept Spyro alive versus like Crash Bandicoot and the other mascot game characters for consoles who just died off. 
Yeah. Um. So it's cool that it kept him alive, but it's at like at what cost? Like he's no longer the end of the Spyro any of us remember. So hopefully it's not the Skylander Spyro. Hopefully they actually do a real remastering and go back to like you know kind of the softer design for him because definitely oh boy that's that's an ugly dragon. That's, it is. Mm. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. I don't know, and it makes me really hope. Oh well, it's never gonna happen. But I'd like to see a Croc remake. That'd be cool. <laughs> that's never gonna happen. Uh, I know. I know. Uh, uh, Spyro, very wishful thinking. Yeah, yeah. Spyro is just a matter of time, especially with the Crash Bandicoot one that just came out and was as successful as it was, and these other remakes that are doing as well as they are. Uh, Croc's never. Gonna I know. Happen. I I want all these games that never gonna happen. Dark Cloud three. Fucking uh, Jet Set Radio Kingdom 2. Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, I, you suck. It's going to no. happen. <laughs> All right. And then, the re- uh, uh, the remaster the that I want is Spy Fox. Okay. And Pajama Sam and Putt-Putt. I want a remaster of those games. Those are Panzer, like elementary school. Panzer Dragoon Orta 2. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's plenty of games people would like update it and stuff, but it doesn't always work. Uh, speaking of remasters and reboots, uh, there's a System Shock kickstarter to reboot that i guess it's less of a remaster and reboot the franchise to like maybe have a system shock i guess it would be three because there is a two so that kickstarter raised 1.3 million dollars and guess what like the theme in all of our shows don't trust kickstarter because now it's on hiatus uh indefinitely so they might have just gotten that money and now you're shit out of luck so fuck once once again beware of kickstarters uh, what else? Shaq Fu. You know, that old gem from the 90s? The Shaq fighting game? Uh, you know, I hate it when uh, I open up a can of Shaq Fu and Aaron <laughs> Carter comes out of the blue. <laughs> oh, god damn it, that's what you were... <laughs> god <it>. damn. Jeez. <laughs> god, Sorry, I'm just dated. on a roll. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> can we go back to talking about your rant about gun control? That no, makes me less angry. Uh... <laughs> Um, Doug has but, enough to edit out of this episode. Yes. Uh, Shaq Fu uh, sequel was crowdfunded on Indiegogo back in like 2014. If you don't know, Indiegogo is basically a Kickstarter, but if they don't accomplish their like set goal amount, they'll take your money anyway. Kickstarter is all or nothing, whereas Indiegogo is just all. They just take it no matter how much they raise. So yeah, it raised all of its funding four years ago, and it's finally going to come out this spring. And my god, why? <laughs> why is Shaq Fu getting a sequel? Yeah, yeah, that's quite an interesting... I'm almost positive it was a Japanese uh, 2D like fighting game in the era of like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. And they just reskinned Shaq in it and got him to pump more money in it for having his likeness in it. And that's the only reason that game existed. And now it's getting a sequel. Not because anyone enjoyed the original. I swear to god. God, no one enjoyed the original. It's only because it's a meme, and of how ridiculous it is, and it's a joke. That's why it's getting a sequel. Crocs awesome. Crocs Damn it. A sequel. No. <laughs> uh, and shifting over to movie-wise, Incredibles 2 got the trailer out. I think it was during the Olympics. Yeah, so, oh shit, that, I was like, is this the Incredibles? I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, so anyone who hasn't seen that yet, I highly recommend it, because those movies are, that movie is fantastic, and yeah, those movies will be great. No, those um, those movies aren't fantastic. They're incredible. They're the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. <laughs> um, and in that line of movies, the director of Deadpool, I believe, it's Tim Miller, uh, is in the talks with Brian Michael Bendis, who's a massive Marvel comic writer, and I believe he shifted over to DC not too long ago. Uh, they're in the talks for making a Kitty Pride movie, a Shadow Cat movie, and with as much love and how 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 closely held. D- how dear, I don't know how to say it, a very dear character held close to a lot of people's hearts. That movie is either going to be amazing or abysmal, and there's going to be no in-between. Like, no matter how good the movie is or how bad it is, people are either going to love it or hate it. Because she's such a, like, a very strong character, like, arguably maybe the main character for X-Men. Like, she's such a massive influence in the whole X-Men series. Even all the branching, like, X-Factor and Excalibur and all of those other comics. Like, she's such a massive figure and presence in them. So, it's, whew, that's going to be interesting if it ever gets, like, fully made. We'll see, though. That's all I got. Word. Let's play some stumpers. Play the jingle. 
our first thumper this one comes to us from the topic crystals oh no i already hate it why meth tastes Here so comes good. <laughs> can meditating with crystals be dangerous oh i hate it oh wait. homeopathic bullshit no no i think they're talking about like final fantasy shit like that i don't know a big old crystal you never know <laughs> big old crystal <laughs> Pretty sure that's a stripper's name somewhere in Kansas. Oh no! Big old crystal. Oh god! Uh, can meditating me the shards? <laughs> yeah. oh, god. Oh man. Um. Yeah. This is the homeopathic yoga chakra bullshit that I am surrounded by in LA, and I cannot stand it. I don't know how they function as stores because it's straight up a scam. So I uh, I sit down. And I fold my legs into a, a nice lotus pose. Mm-hmm. And I've just had like a, a, a very calming green tea energy flowing through my system. I could feel all of my chakras in line. And uh, I, I put down uh, a, a, a beautiful piece of double terminated quartz in front of me. Oh, and I, I put, place my hands in, into a, a, a nice uh, prayer pose. And um, will that piece of quartz murder me uh, in my sleep. Alright, now it's time for my rant. Wait, now I on. get a rant. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's the thing. We'll I save it to one rant per episode. Well, yeah. Those people that you're saying it's a scam, they sell, like, different crystals probably for different purposes, so, like, one yeah. probably, like, helps you with something else. I think hey, I heard hey. about one that keeps your balls dry. Hey, hey, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> it's those packets That's- of, like, silica gel crystals yeah, that you, you get. It's, 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 it's crystal in your pocket. And no, 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 that's <laughs> talcum powder, Doug. That's not a crystal, that's talcum powder. Oh, damn. <laughs> but you're well, right, Doug. Talc is a crystal, in a way. They do, they do sell different crystals for different things. Here's the thing, though. They're all scams. It's all a lie. Now, don't get me wrong. I There is meditation. Like, I do see some of the benefits of meditation. I did it for a bit. Like, I get that. The homeopathic bullshit of lining your chakras with crystals, that's infuriating to me. Because that's just straight up a lie. And yeah, I'm sorry if you friend. believe that, if you're listening. No, not at all. But I, like, listeners, if you believe in that, sorry. That's my personal opinion on it, but fuck that. <laughs> Bren, when I go and I get a, a beautiful piece of vibrant appetite, and I use it to increase the, the, the blood flow through my thyroid, um, is it possible that I can increase the blood through my thyroid too much? Um, can your balls be too dry is the real <laughs> To Basta, no. To Doug, yes. <laughs> it can be too dry. Oh, Lord. It's well, I think that's odd. enough of that question. I can't just take those crystals more. and just shove them in your eyes. Just, this uh, next question comes to us from the topic green tea. Can one smoke <laughs> green tea? I, I can see the theme of this stumpers, and I already hate it. I love I hate it. it. <laughs> Fuck this it. is a great one. Um, it's great for you, Doug, because you're on the East Coast, where we beat the shit out of this, uh, people. Out of, right. We beat this out of people early on. Out here on the West Coast with all the hippy-dippy bullshit, me and Bass are full in it. Like We're oh, surrounded man. by it. All That's the way. pretty hilarious. Uh, there's a chakra lighting store across the street from me. I hate it. I hate it. Can you smell the incense from your apartment? <laughs> oh, God. Smells like juniper berries and oils. So uh, I, can I you go... smoke green tea. Um, <laughs> the tea leaves, yeah. The actual green tea itself, probably not. Ooh, yeah, that would be rough. I mean, both That'd be boiling be it. That's why would you even want to do this? I'm sure there's no effect, and it's probably like the smells enticing. But like, no, you're probably better off drinking it. This is a. I have a question, and this is only relevant to Doug. Doug. <laughs> oh no! Fair is enough. it possible? To smoke green tea by using green tea as bong water. Oh, Whoa, that could that could work. Uh, all I know is, as a little, I, I don't want to say little kid. I must have been a teenager. <laughs> I, as and a I wee wonder, lad, oh, I got high all the time. No, Jesus, that's the thing. Uh, that, uh, in these two hundred some episodes, I wonder if I told this story. But I know uh, a high school friend of mine. Uh, 
was this is before like anyone our age was smoking weed or anything he was like oh check this out and we were in the woods he pulled up a like a corn husk or whatever that he found and put wild onions in it and pretend to smoke it but like actually like lit that shit on fire it was like a giant ass like huge thing and like started inhaling it and i saw him like cough up smoke and i'm like he did he literally just smoke like wild onion and i was like that sucks for him and i, I also mentioned on the podcast the kid who smoked catnip so like oh yeah, yeah. you can you, smoke you anything that a couple weeks ago yeah that's what i mean you can smoke anything technically but i don't i don't think it's a great idea I think if there are any listeners out there that uh, have a bong and also access to green tea, please uh, replace your bong water with green tea and let us know how it goes. Does, does the water actually do anything? Like, Oh, uh, no, but Bren would be yeah. the guy that falls for it when they're like, if you drink the bong water, you get higher. He'd be like, man, fuck you, I'm not that dumb. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you, you really don't. You need a lot of bong water to get high. Um not that I know or anything. Oh, I don't. Gosh. I don't. Do, <laughs> fell for it. I don't do bong hits. I'm not a druggie. I do cocaine like an adult, like oh, every God. other adult in L.A. <laughs> you Jesus. only do lines off of a stripper's back. Back. I get the front. I get the titties. Old crystal. You can't do it on the titties because it'll just fall off. It's it's a powder. Nah, you do it right down the cleavage. They hold no. it. Snorted off big yeah, but then old you gotta get your thigh. face in there, and then there's like residue. Yeah, you can't get the that's residue. the point, Bass. <laughs> oh, that's just a mess, and you got cocaine all over everything. It's all over your face. Not that Listen. I've done it before. Anything, really. <laughs> <laughs> Not that, uh, <laughs> uh, but no, I've actually, I've actually jokingly talked about like, oh yeah, I do cocaine all the time, haha, <laughs> as a joke. But like out here in LA, people are like. Oh yeah, you got a dealer? I was like, what? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> everything I say is a joke. Nothing I mean is literal. Like, but like, I've had people offer it. I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> in, in, in all seriousness, like, cocaine is one of the, the few things that I don't fuck around with just because like, my job involves me having to be smart and like, you can get really fucked up on cocaine. And oh, so like, yeah. I generally stay away from that. Like, meth and heroin <laughs> and like, a good deal of other stuff that can really <laughs> fuck you up. A lot of stuff. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of stuff that just don't touch. <laughs> but like, I, I, I also was very surprised. Like coming from Pennsylvania, yeah. where you know, like th- there's a lot of weed, a lot there's of a weed. lot of alcohol. Yeah, there, there's a, there's some other stuff, but like there's a lot of green tea. <laughs> a lot of green tea. <laughs> you, you, I come out here and like people are just so casual about cocaine, and it's like you do realize that like. People die illegal. pretty often from yeah. cocaine. It's, it's 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 not the least dangerous drug you can do. Right. Anyway, yeah, I, I was talking to I was talking to a buddy of mine. I won't say who, but I was like, "Oh man, you know how heroin's like supposed to be like the best high, like the first time you do it, and then after that you're chasing the dragon. You're like, it's all you never get that high again." It's like I wonder if anyone's ever done it once or twice just to get that best high, and it went cold turkey. I and met I somebody to- at a party. That was I, like that. That's so. I was talking weird. to the guy. He's like, "Oh yeah, I've done that." I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Why I, are you just casually telling me you do heroin?" Yeah, no, I was at a that's, party. That's and some weird shit. That, yeah, like there, someone was discussing coke, and like that one, this one particular person. I don't know him very well, but I knew him like as an acquaintance. He was like, "Oh yeah, I've done heroin." And I was like, I was thinking to myself, "What the fuck?" Like, I can't even imagine just even testing those waters. What a goddamn lunatic. There's, there's so much wrong with that. It's not, it's ridiculous. Here comes our next question. This one's, <laughs> this one's a real change of subject. Uh, yeah, it comes to us in the topic vortex. Oh, I thought it was going to be about four. No. Oh. How do Can boats we- deal with whirlpools? They Is don't. A- they get sucked in like kind of like, <laughs> si- like uh, what the fuck am I thinking? Sink- uh, quicksand. Quicksand. Well, they deal with whirlpools the same way houses deal with tornadoes. They don't. They get fucked up. Yeah. Well, actually, quicksand's really slow, I hear. And I Quicks- think quicksand, whirlpools are yeah. s- quick. If you're curious, might I direct you to the John Mulaney bit about quicksand? It is informative and humorous. Nice. Uh, not really informative. Um, but yeah, whirlpools... Oh, God, I fucking hate the ocean. Just the idea of being out there and just like, yeah, you found a whirlpool. You're shit out of luck. There's literally well, nothing you can do. Here's the thing. There's not really whirlpools in the ocean. Are there? I, I no. don't know enough. No, there's not. So the thing is, like, whirlpools are like a lake thing. Huh. Like, you you don't come across whirlpools in the ocean. The ocean's pretty fucking deep. It's not like water's getting sucked into the ocean floor all the time. <laughs> what if we're talking about a whirlpool dishwasher? No! Wow! Don't put your boat in the dishwasher? I didn't even consider that. <laughs> <laughs> You've, 
you can you can ask all sorts of questions. How, how do boats deal with frigid airs? How do boats deal with Maytags? <laughs> how do boats deal with GE? It's, it's, this has opened up a whole world of questions. Do, a whole do you have dishwashers on a on a on a boat? I feel like if I was on Some a boat, do. just out of like uh, uh, nautical. Uh, N- not nostalgia, but like enthusiasm. I wouldn't Pride. have a dishwasher. I would like wash the, dunk the, the dishes in the sea. Yeah, in the seawater. Yeah, that's a thing, right? Do people do that? Put it in like a, one of those big crab pots and like dip it in the water and like <laughs> speed the boat up a little bit to like blast all the food junk off. I'm sure someone's done that. Yeah, I'm sure people do it all the time. I don't know. Having gone to the Jersey Shore growing up, I don't like anything about the ocean. I think it's disgusting as shit. I'm also afraid of horses. So the god Poseidon is my mortal enemy. Because he's mm. the god of the ocean and horses. It seems like a weird combination of things. Unless you're talking about seahorses. Yeah, but... I was just going to say, I mean, whoa, that must not be com- your ultimate nightmare. <laughs> well, not in combinations. Like, they're two separate fears, and I'm just not thrilled about either. Like, I won't piss myself you're if afraid I see of horses? Them. I'm not a fan of them. I don't like being near them. Like I won't shriek and shit my pants if I see if I lock eyes with one, but I won't get too close to one. Oh, it's I the body by a bunch every day, and they're so. It's cute. the body of a bull with all the muscles of like a bull and the skittishness of a squirrel. Like that's a terrible combination. It's gotta suck to be a fucking yeah. horse just standing outside <laughs> all day. Anyway, a horse is the only thing that's killed Superman. <laughs> fucking paralyzed Christopher Reeves. Goddamn right, I'm scared of horses. So oh, many man. of them in our D and D campaign. Oh, oh but that's man. how we boats go. deal with whirlpools. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I forgot all about that. <laughs> oh god. All right, we're gonna do two more, but these two go together, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna post this first one, and then we'll come back and we'll do the second one. Uh, oh boy, a fast follow. The wombo combo. This next question comes from from the topic mushrooms. Do vegans eat mushrooms? Wait, I don't know. Here's the thing. Mushrooms are like, God, this whole stumper. Like, I feel like Bass is just like, I got a bunch of silly stumpers. And me and Doug are just like, whoa, man. <laughs> um, here, Like, mushrooms are this weird, like, in-between. Like, fungi is the weird in-between of, like, animals and plant. Like, they're more active well, let me life. stop you right there. Here comes our <laughs> next question, which Uh-oh. also comes to, comes to us from the topic mushrooms. I saw these like almost adjacent, and I was like, "These are a pair." Are mushrooms uh, animals? Can mushrooms eat vegans? Mushroom is a plant. True or false? True or false? Oh. oh, not no. I think that answer is well, false. But well, I think if, it's a living thing, right? Or does it live? If the Swamp Thing comics are anything to believe. There's five kingdoms. There's the green kingdom for plants, the red kingdom for animals, the black kingdom for death, the like silver kingdom for machines. That's a weird new one. And the gray kingdom for fungi. Ooh. So there's different ones because it's such a weird fucking, well, kingdom, I guess, in a scientific term, like genus and species and stuff. It's a kingdom, I suppose. Um, No. Mushrooms are definitely... Pl- Mushrooms are definitely fungi. <laughs> they're definitely not animals. I can tell you that for sure. I don't know. They're just so fucking weird. You want to say well, definitively, mean, like, yeah, it's a plant, but the more you look into it, it's just like, oh. My I feelings don't know. on the matter, there's really no attributes of plants that mushrooms don't have. Right? I mean, like, it, they it, photosynthesize a little bit. They got, do they like, know? roots. Because mushrooms, yeah, I mean, mushrooms glo- uh, grow more in, like, a wet, dark environment. So they're not getting it through photosynthesis. They yeah. have no like, green, leafy areas. I think they're getting all their nutrients from the ground, or mostly through decayed animals and stuff. But they still they still grow. They're not sentient. All right. Um, well, what's your definition of sentience? Have you talked to a mushroom? Um. Well, I can't say that I have, and I would mm. say that the fact that I haven't is evidence that they're not sentient. I don't know. I've never talked to a... Uh, no, I've talked to a Russian. I've never talked to... <laughs> I've never talked to someone from. I've never talked to someone from New Zealand, but that doesn't mean that they're not sentient. I just haven't talked to them. Yeah, but you've uh, you've conceivably also never been around somebody from New Zealand. That's whereas true. I've been around many mushrooms. Pennsylvania is known for its mushroom farming. In yeah, fact, Pennsylvania mushrooms, is weird. M- yeah. Mushrooms are one of the biggest exports of Pennsylvania. Um, God, no wonder I love that not. fucking shithole. 
Yeah, I, I don't know, Doug, if you've ever um, driven uh, west on what? Oh fuck, what Reese. was that road uh, from from DeSales? It was a twenty-two uh, towards Lancaster. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah. You get off a of three hundred nine, you drive west on like twenty two towards Lancaster, um, and like halfway there, everything just smells really bad. It's like oh, right damn. around a Walmart. There's like a Walmart on the road, and like everything just smells fucking awful. And there's no obvious reason why. It's a mushroom farm. Oh yep. no, I know. Yep, I've we, there's plenty locally. So yeah, there's certain hot spots, so to speak. Yeah, when I worked at a pizza place. We would get like different ingredients delivered to us, but mushrooms. I would actually have to go to the mushroom farm and pick them up because there were so many so close. It was weird. That, that is weird. also for uh, Bingo Card. Anyone following along? Check off local reference for uh, the sales and the street names. Definitely. There you go. Also, check off. Don't get. Uh, don't kickstart things. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> definitely. By the way, we are going to be um, doing a proper bingo card system. Uh, we just came up with a, a a thing that we can post our bingo card items to. Uh, why don't you guys uh, add add those things to the bingo card system? Please get distracted. Check that one. Oh, off. excellent. But let's wrap this one up. Let's do some plugs. Where can our listeners find you, Matt? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, at Matt Bassa, M-A-T-T-B-A-S-T-A. Uh, and uh, you can see me post about Pinecast. Uh, you can check Pinecast out at P-I-N-E-C-A-S-T dot com. Uh, it's the best damn podcast hosting website on the planet. Uh, you God sign up for free. No credit card required. Uh, play around with it for as long as you like. Free forever. And when you're ready for the good stuff, you can upgrade for five bucks a month using the coupon code... Whirlpools. Whirlpools. Yeah. The first month free. I think it's the nice. first one Bass to Pinecast. take. Whirlpools. Put it in ya. Oh no. Avoiding whirlpools. <laughs> P- Pinecast. Mushrooms? It's just a question mark. No. Uh, so, yeah. You. Where can they find you, Bren? Uh, no one wants to find me. Instead, I recommend a band called Wave Runner. You can find oh. them at facebook.com slash waverunner music. It's a buddy of mine's band, and he's in a lot of bands, and this is the first one I genuinely enjoy. All of his other bands have been pretty shit. So, <laughs> ouch! This is an actual recommendation. And it was all screamo stuff, and I fucking hate that music. Oh, I know I'm you like it. a lot, but yeah, it's not my of course cup you of tea. Are. <laughs> <That's what. laughs> uh, um, but this is like the first band I genuinely enjoy and listen to his music regularly with, and uh, nice. they're based out of Maryland. So if you're in like the Maryland area, check them out. They're probably going around. I think they're playing a show in the Philly area soon. So check them out. They're real good. Cool. And listener, if you like our show, uh, give us a like, follow, subscribe, all that kind of shit. ABT Silence on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Twitch. Uh, we're live streaming the episodes, so if you want to stop by, hang out. Uh, Twitch.tv slash ABT Silence at 10 p.m. on Fridays. But thanks for tuning in. We will be back next week. See you then. See you. Bye.